grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Good evening, dear listener, and welcome once again to After Dark. Tonight we'll be talking to Nikki from Flirt Adult Store, who is freezing, as we say, in Nowra. She certainly has her fur coat on, but you can be assured that she's got some sexy stuff on underneath. And tonight she'll be talking about a contraption that we might like to introduce into our sexual repertoires. We'll also be talking to Luke and Sindra on a buzz phrase that was made popular by Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin many years ago, conscious uncoupling. Now we might roll our eyes and think that that's a little bit woo-woo and something that the celebrities do, but Luke and Sindra are here to tell us that when we come to the natural end of a relationship, there is a way to let it go with grace, with respect and with love. They're going to be talking about that relationship paradigm tonight on After Dark. My name's Louise Wilkinson. Thanks for listening. Fancy a quickie? Quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. Well, it's time to welcome back the fabulous Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. And today she's coming to me live from Nowra um, because she's doing some training. So, look, Hamilton are all the poorer today, but you're spreading the love in Nowra. And I hope you've got a coat there, lovely. I have got a fur coat on because it is freezing. Yes. Um, and I'd be I'd give anything to be back in my Newcastle store. But, yes, yeah, spreading love in Nowra. I um, yep. just had a great conversation with customers about how to – cosplay and it's been great yep it's been great excellent excellent um so yeah look if you're listening to this from Nowra, um you can buy your lingerie throw a coat over it and bob's your uncle uh it doesn't you know just don't let the weather stop you i say um (laughs) (laughs) yeah you certainly don't need to stimulate any nipples because they're erect as it is Oh, they are hard because they are cold. It is freezing down here. <laughs> Look, I, I have to say I'm laughing, but I, I do feel for you. I'm not good with the cold. Now, today we're going to be talking about something. I had a discussion with a friend of mine. We went out and as girls do, you know, we we have discussions and obviously they know I have the show. So they think that I'm the sex bird. And I just had to tell them that, listen, I just facilitate the amazing sex birds on my show and they have all the information. So I said that I would ask you and get back to her. So um, Em, this is for you if you're listening. Now, She said that she would like to start experimenting with butt plugs, but didn't know where to start and felt quite overwhelmed with the choices available. So I said that I would ask you on the beginner's guide to butt plugs. So there are, I get her point. There are so many different butt plugs in different shapes and sizes and materials. Yes. Um, I would always say if you're going to try a butt plug, look for something that is shaped similar to your finger. So you want it to be like an index finger, which is pointed at the top, and then you've got a little bit of thickness where the knuckle is, and then it goes a bit smaller again. Right. So you want it to be about the size of your finger, nice, easy shape to get in, and a shaped, easy shape to pull out. Um, yeah. It's a great size. It's almost like a finger, which and if, if you're lying, if you say you haven't had a finger up your bum. So I would say <laughs> that the first... <laughs> 
I would say always go for something that's a really nice shape rather than bulby at the bottom that looks more like a spade, you know, the cards, you yes. know, that little spade shape. Yes. And you want to always use more lube than what you think because the bum does not self-lubricate. So yes. get a nice small one. Any material is fine because you've got them that are made out of plastic. You've got them, you've got butt plugs that are made out of silicone and then you've also got metal as well. So Whatever you like, you pick. Yep. There's beginner sizes in everything. Use your lube. Stimulate the area first so it doesn't feel so crazy going in and just go slow. But once you get the butt plug in there, they're fantastic. Yes. They feel really good and they can actually help women who struggle having an internal orgasm from penetration have that orgasm because they almost hit on your bladder and then on the other side of the bladder is your G-spot. G-spot. So if you've yep. got a yeah, so if you've got a penis in the front and a little butt plug in the back door, holy moly, it's one of the best orgasms you can have as a female. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, great. They are. Now, um, I do like this because I did learn this from you, and I find it fascinating. I tell everybody that I meet, if you are using natural, uh, you know things to insert in your anus, i.e. a finger or um, yep. a penis, we would obviously use a silicon-based lube because that is that is sort yep. of, um, you know, made for anal play. However, yep. if you're using a toy, no. Yeah, so you still can use silicone lube on a silicone toy. You just have to wash it for that two to five minute mark to get any traces of that silicone off it. Yes. Um, but I still use, I only use um, silicone lube in the back door. And that's because what goes in like really wet needs to come out wet. So mm. I don't risk having any kind of pulling and, and fighting with my body. I want it to go in slippery and come out just as slippery. Yeah. 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 It's great. I honestly... I, I really struggle to have an orgasm during penetration. The only way it works for me is if I put a little butt plug in and it just gets that spot. So it's a great orgasm. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And they're so comfortable. You'd be surprised. You look at them and think that they're not going to be comfortable. But you can stand up. You can walk around. You can, you know, do anything. I actually had one in probably too much information years ago yep. in mid swing. And my, this was when my little one who's five now was a baby. He woke up and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I walked to his crib, put him back to sleep and then finished what I was doing. And I didn't even feel like it was in there. It was so comfortable to stand up and walk around in and rock my baby back to sleep in. Oh, bless. I love the Is multitasking, you know? Oh, it was either quickly stop and then pull it out, it would be all over, yep. or just quickly run, pop him back to sleep, and then get back down to business. And it was great. I honestly didn't feel like it was giving me any punishing pains or anything while I was rocking my baby to sleep. It was great. Absolutely. Okay. Well, look, I'm on the uh, on the Flirt website at the moment. There is a whole range of different ones. Oh, there's so many. Yeah. So, so many. Yeah. Um, I myself am a fan of the uh, rose gold with the uh, with the crystal because oh, that's just absolutely yeah. so beauty. Um, yeah, they're beautiful, the rear assets. Yeah. They're really nice. And they come in two sizes as well. So there's a beginner size and then somebody who's a little bit more advanced. So if you want the same one um, as you, it's called Rear Assets. 
And if you use the code LIVE30, you're going to get 30% off on your purchase in store or online. Make sure you get some silicone lube as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nikki, thank you so much for demystifying this for my friend. I'm sure she will be extremely happy. Um, Now, I'm going to send you back to um, the cold depths of Nara. Now, um, yeah, look, I have to. And, you know, you're going to warm everybody up with your knowledge. So don't you worry about a thing. You're you're like, you know, a a warm fire for the people of Nara. And so if you are listening in Nara, you need to get down there while Nikki's there and um, soak up some of her expertise. But the the people. Three days only. Yeah. But the people at the Nara shop are also benefiting from that with some training from Nikki. And they're going to be all over it too. So. uh, All over it. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for having me. No worries at all, Nikki. That was Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. And you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark. It's time to welcome back Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples. And I must say that our dance moves to our opening jam are getting more and more advanced every week. Yeah, well, you are. They really are. (laughs) You are a dance teacher, so, you know. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you, well, Sensei. Yeah, one would hope that you've learned a few things, you know. I mean, about chair dancing, because that's what we're all doing here. Um, okay, so look, last time you were on, um, I must say that that was definitely the hottest after dark we have ever had and (laughs) carries a triple x warning now the people (laughs) that i have come across that have listened to this podcast their minds were actually blown uh and listen i now know things that i can't unknow oh cinder's probably got even better story from this weekend but uh (laughs) Listen, what we do is we balance this out. So we've come to like an arrangement, Luke, Cinder and I, that one week we talk absolute filth and you're all like on the edge of your seats going, oh my God, this is so salacious. But then the next week we balance that out with actual emotional and relationship talk. So... This is the relationship and uh, emotional week. And no, that does not mean that you turn off because you're not going to get your hot gossip. <laughs> you have to listen. You've got to balance this out, people. We can't all just be sexual fiends with uh, no emotional awareness at all. True. Mm. <laughs> now, today we're going to be talking about something that was brought to the collective consciousness by Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. And that is Syndra, drum roll. Conscious uncoupling. Right. Now, when it first came out, there was a whole lot of what is this bullshit? Come on. Like, what is it? But you've actually found that it's actually, when a relationship comes to an end, quite a healthy thing to do. Yeah, we have a lot of clients who move through this process with us uh, come to us to do this process because I think, you know, historically 
we perceive breakups in a certain way. Yes. It's like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to like have an argument, you have to, the house is like wrong. You have to, you know, have conflict over it. You have to not like each other. They ha- like there's kind of, you know, you see it in movies, you hear about it in songs. It's like this perceived way of separating. Mm. Uh, however, you know, there is a way to do it consciously and there is a way to do it in that you remain, you know, on the same page about a lot of things. And even if you can have difficult conversations, you still have a common goal, which is separating with love and, you know, respect. And that can be done. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And like you say, there's this preconceived idea that if a relationship ends, there has to be something wrong with the other person. There has to be a, a rupture, I guess. And, So this is all about going, okay, we are two whole and complete good people, but for whatever reason, we're not gelling. So we're going to separate, but we want to do that in the most respectful way that we can. Mm. Yeah. And there doesn't have to be something wrong with the other person and there doesn't have to be blame apportioned. Yeah. 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 It's like, what do you do when you your body knows that the relationship is ending but you still love that person so very much Mm. and what we see a lot in our work is that the body knows before the head does right Um, explain that explain that um so like you know a intimacy disconnect Mm. you know like a recoil or a, a repelling from that sort of thing, you know, like a kiss, a hug and a touch, the thing that you might've loved so much at one point becomes like repulsive um, or, you know, becomes uncomfortable, feels forced. Right. And sometimes they're the indicators uh, that couples share with us that then they have to get their head around, like, am I ready to let this thing go or not? And a lot of the times there's that sentimental attachment or maybe the, the society attachment to what, how long a relationship should go on for, how long you should keep pushing through, um, you know, just, you know, muscle it out a little bit. And a lot of people force it, force past their body, telling them what's going on to the point where they end up hating each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it's all the, like the respect and the love is forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, our body's telling us that something's not right and that, you know, we, we, this relationship is coming to an end. What are some of the strategies that you would give your clients um, when they come to you and go, okay, you know, we, we feel this is coming to an end. We still have so much attachment and love for each other. Um, what sort of things do you work through with them? Depending on their situation, there can be a little bit of stuff around moving from a a long-term relationship couple to co-parenting yeah, and that kind of thing. So we do a little bit around that and becoming separate people and also having this common goal and this common kind of glue that is holding you together. So we do do a fair bit around that because a lot of our clients do have kids uh, and encouraging them to have, certain boundaries to start to put certain boundaries up, um, with love and respect so that they can separate and have some time and some space to 
yeah, to kind of create their own lives and their own identities. Generally, um, you know, there's a little bit of stuff around the logistics as well. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, Which can be a real big thing for a lot of people is that logistics part. So supporting them through that and holding space for them to go through the emotions as well, because even though you are separating consciously, there is still those big emotions that come up. And what can happen in, I guess, like, traditional breakups is that instead of holding and processing those emotions to yourself, they get thrown out to the other person. Yeah. yeah projected so onto them. Yeah. Helping people with that. Too. Sure. <laughs> and do you find that um, when couples come to you um, that quite often there's a bit of a difference in, so one partner is, is further down the separation path than the other? Yeah, normally, normally there's um, some person that's had it in their mind for some time and they've come to the fruition, you know, and normally to get to that fruition of calling it out, then they've already sort of, you know, made some future plans in their head of how it's going to go, go down. And normally there's somebody who's, you know, saying things like, oh, it just came out of the blue Mm. or, you know, came out of nowhere. Everything was going fine. Yeah. Um, However, you dig into the story a little bit more deeply and that's never, ever, ever the case. Yeah. Um, there's people who come to us who, you know, one person's still maybe burning a candle hope in hope. Um, and then there's other couples that come to us and be like, yep, we're done. And we just want some support to be able to support each other to, to transition us into a place of being mates or co-parents not, not lovers anymore. And what Sindra said, the biggest thing that we help them with is one, the, uh, the intimate connection, you know, unintertwining their lives together, the yeah. logistics of it, but also giving them some really great tools around communication and conflict because, you know, when you, a lot of the times when people call this stuff out, then what we see with, especially people that come to us is that they get on their best behavior yeah. all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all of a sudden they start talking to each other and treating each other like the Queens and Kings that they should have always been doing. <laughs> yeah. And they have to get a few tools around the fact that conflict is going to come up in the future. Mm. So to be able to navigate that from a place of being mates and not lovers is one of one of the really big things that we help people with. And there's one really great tool that might be really cool to share with the listeners around that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when, you know, when in conflict, whether you're um, uncoupling, going through a breakup, even if you're in a relationship, one of the things to both communicate and listen for is fact, feeling and need. Right. So, for instance, if I was to say to you, Louise, um, like I really did not like your dance moves when <laughs> we were doing the intro. I'm, yep. f- I'm, I'm feeling like really embarrassed about your dance moves and what I need <laughs> is for you to like get better at dancing. <laughs> Listen, 
You don't blow up in business. Can you just make sure that you tell everybody that in actual fact you love my dance moves and you've learned a lot? Your, dan- your dancing is absolutely lit. I'm being facetious. Yeah. However, like that, that's I get the it. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So that's there's the those three yeah. things. The yeah. fact is you didn't like it. You. This is how it made you feel and this is what I need you to do about it. Yeah. So that's a really great way to communicate your, you know, conflict. However, not a lot of us, uh, you know, experts in that. So what we teach people to do is to listen for those and to be able to pull them out and reflect them back. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you get into that projection mode, like you project all of your feelings, all of your hurt, all of your pain, all of your fear onto your ex or whatever. Yeah. And then being able to be, to pull out, like, so the fact is, is, you know, this is what you're talking about, this event or this thing, what, this seems to be what I'm hearing you feeling and you need this moving forwards into the yeah. future. Am I getting that right? And then they get the opportunity to reflect it back to you. I get it. I get it. And that's, that's solutions based as well. And it's yeah. not, so it's not going, it's not projecting all of like your emotions that, you, you may not have processed onto the other person like and stuff like you always and you never, which is never helpful. <laughs> we don't allow those words. We don't allow those words in our coaching container. We don't allow always, never or should. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, it is just, it, where does that go? It's no, no, no way good. Yeah. You're either, you're either going on an excavation mission to dig up the past and pull it forward into this present conversation, or you're projecting catastrophically into the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's staying present and using that tool of fact, feeling needs is to try and pull out the information that you need for this present moment to be able to navigate it forwards. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel seen. My partner said to me the other week, he said, you know why women are so good as such good archeologists? Cause they dig up the past. Yeah. 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 <laughs> go, go looking for those skeletons, baby. Right. Okay. I, I've made a mental note, Luke. I will let you know how I go working on that. Present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's that's that's awesome. That's such a great technique. Um, yeah. yeah, fact, feel, need. I yeah. like and, it. And Sindra, I've noticed Sindra can probably speak to this as well. Is the thing that she really works on with the females that come into our coaching around this is empowering them with like really, really strong boundaries that are good for them and good for their future. Yeah. Okay. So what would some examples be of those, those boundaries, Syndra? I think just about how you would like to be spoken to, uh, you know, if things do escalate, putting some, some boundaries, some firm boundaries into place about, you know, if you can, if you continue to raise your voice, then I will lead the conversation, that kind of thing, because we can be sometimes a little bit um, open to that kind of stuff. Yep. So just by setting some firm boundaries around that, some firm boundaries around um, the the role division of things as well can be really helpful, parenting, finances, all that kind of stuff, who does what. Um and also just asking for what we need. Uh, sometimes we just want to assume that people know yeah. what, we, what we need, in, in, especially in these kind of, in these kind of situations, um, what we need, what, what we desire, all that kind of stuff is really empowering them to speak their truth and to, 
yeah, really, really lay it down for them, for themselves, not for the other person. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, I, I remember doing an exercise once with a therapist and it was like, you know, what do you like to do? Um, what do you need in your relationships? But, and you know what? Like you think, you know, this shit, then you have to write it down. You go, actually, I'm not clear on this. So if I'm not clear on it, how do I communicate that to somebody else? So you had to really sit in it and go, okay, these are my values. This is, these are, these are my boundaries. This is what I believe so that then you can effectively communicate that to somebody else. Because if you don't know that, then your boundaries might be violated, but you're not actually clear on what they are. So you've, you're feeling away and you're just feeling uncomfortable and, um, and you know, not supported, but you can't put your finger on why. If you're clear on that, you can, you know exactly why. And then you can do the fact feel need because you know what what you need yeah that's you've touched on something really really important there louise around something that we do work on with in this situation we hear a lot of people say like oh i just like can't even think about the next relationship because i just don't want to make the same mistakes again yeah i just don't want to do it over again so we do that practice around eliciting what your values are around a relationship, like asking that really simple question, what is important to you about a relationship? And then just making a list of the words that come to their mind Mm. so that they know what they're looking for moving forwards in the future. And in the future, when things get a little bit squirrely, Mm. they can look at that list and they know what's missing. You know, respect is missing. That's what I need to work on. Yeah. So like it's one, it's helping people to, move through a breakup, but it's also setting them up for future relationships as well. It is, it is. And I just find it so amazing that, you know, we put so much work and emphasis on things like going to the gym and, um, you know, I've said it before, going to the gym, eating right, um, you know, we'll we'll think nothing of throwing $5,000 at a training course for, um, you know, to make somebody else money in our job. Uh, but we don't invest in learning about ourselves and our relationships, which at the end of the day are what matter. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah. That's what what this experience is all about, the relationships. Mm, 100% it is. When you're on your deathbed, you don't think, shit, I should have put some more hours in at the office. (laughs) No one's thinking that. No no one's thinking that. Yeah. They're yeah. thinking about that story that we shared last week and wondering why they didn't do that more times. You, you're probably right, you know. Um, I've got a whole laundry list of stuff that I haven't done, um, uh, you know, mainly after listening to your escapades. Um, but- that'd, be an, that'd be an interesting episode, Louise's laundry list. <laughs> Look, I can't, I can't. <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Guys, this has been really enlightening. And do you find that when you get to the end of this, um, like this container with you, your clients, that they can move into a space that is uh, still connected, still close, still, um, you know, has feeling attached to it, um, but is more family than, um, you know, intimate partner? Yeah, I'd probably say 50-50. I'd probably yeah. say that there's 50% of people that are in that space and there's 50% of people that um, get the conf- confidence um, to just be like, cool, we don't 
we don't need that anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I love you. Please forgive me. Um, I'm sorry. And goodbye. Yeah. And they, and they get to choose. It's not forced upon them through the way they handled it. I think that that's the most important thing. It is because there, you know, there is no, it's interesting, isn't it? There, there is no, um, there's lots of, of literature around relationships. Um, but if we didn't read that literature and we get to the end of the relationship, how do we exit it in a way that we can be proud of? Yeah. 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 Amazing yeah. guys. Now, the next time that I speak to you in a couple of weeks, uh, you guys are going to be uh, fresh off the back of Sexpo at Brisbane, which you have been asked to speak at for three whole days. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully we'll have some stories for you. Look, I'm sure <laughs> you will. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you will. Brisbane, Brisbane's going to be buzzing. Um, <laughs> Watch out, Brisbane. We're coming at you. <laughs> oh dear God, we should put we should put a warning out. We'll get the Bureau of Meteorology to to put a, a warning out. Luke and Sindra. We should see if uh, Newcastle Live Radio float a film crew and just get it on, on camera. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Yeah. Look, I. I will put that to my boss. I don't think that it would be out of the realms of possibility. But, um, you know, look, you guys have a fabulous time and I can't wait to hear all about it when you get back. Uh, and congratulations. Um, you know, we only have the best for you here on Newcastle Live Radio. And, uh, yeah, Luke and Sindra hitting Sexpo in Brisbane for three days straight to share their wisdom, both filthy and relationship useful um <laughs> so yeah we're proud of you guys represent newey yeah Thank boy you. <laughs> that was luke and Sindra from conscious couples you're listening to after dark on newcastle live radio sometimes cheeky always fun it's after dark with louise wilkinson brought to you by flirt adult store hamilton Thanks once again for listening to After Dark. We hope you found it very educational, both on the sex toy front and the relationship front. I'll be back same bat time, same bat channel at 8pm next Thursday night. I'm Louise Wilkinson and thanks for listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.